0: get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com snap. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash snap. Snap it, a little while back. One of Oakland's resident historians came to us with a story, this guy Liam, he told us that we knew someone who was a real hero, like an action movie style hero, a comic book style hero, from our own hometown of Oakland. So when Liam offered to give this story for us, as you might imagine, we said, yeah. Sensitive listeners, please note that this piece does contain violence, language, and graphic imagery.
1: When I was about nine years old, we were at some park. It was, you know, late 50s, early 60s. Everybody lived kind of segregated. And so there was white people on one part of the pond, black people on the other. And I was out swimming, and my thing was, if I could feel the bottom with my feet, I was cool. But the bottom dropped off. I started panicking, and I really couldn't swim well, and I I was drowning. And the next thing I remember is someone just grabbing me, and I remember being pulled back, and then my feet hit the ground, and it was this young girl. And she pulled me to safety and just turned around and swam back to the group of white people that she was with. And I never forgot that because I'm, I'm drowning and she's the only one that left that group and came over to help me. And it was the first time that I can remember someone putting themselves in injury for me.
2: About 30 years later, it's 1989. Raven is living in West Oakland with his wife and kids. He works security at Oakland International Airport.
1: And I was off that day. So we decided to go to Blockbuster and rent a video. So we got Pet Cemetery, Came home, put on my sweatpants. We all got comfortable and got all relaxed and she made popcorn and everything, put in the video. And I guess we got maybe about five minutes into it. And then all of a sudden, the house started shaking slowly, and then it got, started shaking more.
2: I remember hearing the boom. Boom, 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 boom. Raven lived about a block away from the Cypress Freeway. The earthquake hit just after 5 p.m. during peak commute hours.
1: And then as we got onto the porch, we looked to the right and there was a cloud of dust. I would say 40 feet high, maybe more. And you couldn't see the freeway structure anymore. All you could see was the cloud of dust moving towards us. And then out of this cloud of dust, this man runs out. His eyes were as big as saucers. And he yells, the freeway's fallen, the freeway's fallen. I looked at my wife, and I said, come on, and we ran down into the cloud of dust.
2: It's October 17th, 1989. The 6.9 Loma Prieta earthquake has just struck the Bay Area. The shaking lasts 15 seconds, downing power lines, destroying houses. It disrupts the World Series game between the Oakland A's and the San Francisco Giants. A few miles away from the ball game, a section of the Bay Bridge that connects Oakland and San Francisco has collapsed. And the double-decker Cypress Freeway, right behind Raven's House, has also fallen. The Cypress structure has collapsed. We have a 50-foot section which has collapsed from westbound into eastbound. The upper deck collapsed into lower deck.
1: When you first got into the cloud, it was like, You couldn't, there was no sound. It's like standing in like a brown, moving fog bank, thick. Then my mind starts to hear the horns blowing. And the horns are blowing louder and louder and louder. And my wife says, there's a man in the car there, look.
2: Chunks of concrete from the structure had fallen on cars on the surface street below. There's a guy in the car, and a huge piece
1: of concrete is laying on top of him, and the steering wheel is basically what's keeping it from crushing him. And it had hit him in the head, or something had hit him in the head, because I ran over there, and I'm trying to, to get the concrete. He says to me, what happened, man, what happened? And I said, the fucking freeway fell on you. The freeway fell.
2: Raven started to help the guy in the car when he heard his wife calling to him, Pointing at a woman who had crawled out from a crevice between the top and bottom decks of the freeway. She was clinging to the railing a few stories off the ground. Raven ran over and stood below the woman.
1: And she said, My boyfriend, she was saying, was in the truck and it's on fire, and she's hanging over the side. I didn't have any ladders or anything but the flames are starting to come out higher and higher and she's starting to hang out further and further i said let go i'll break your fall and she said i'll die if i fall i said you're gonna die if you stay there and she crossed herself and said i'm letting go and i said i'm waiting and she let go she hit me and it felt like everything in the world landed on top of me i I, I hit the ground, my thumb popped out a joint and was hanging back here, and I had to grab my thumb and pop it back into joint. She was kind of on top of me, so I rolled out from under her and looked at her, and I could see that one of her legs had a compound fracture and the bone was sticking out. Um, I grabbed her dress real quick and covered it up. I said, are you okay? Are you okay? And she said... Get me the hell out from under this thing. And I scooped her up and ran her over to my wife. My wife and son flagged down a van. And um, from what I understand, the highway patrol told me she was the first person to reach um, Alta Bates Hospital.
2: The first responders hadn't gotten to the freeway yet. The only people helping out at this point were Raven and his neighbors. During the earthquake, cars driving on the top deck of the freeway had fallen down onto the lower deck. Raven, he wanted to get to the people trapped inside. So he climbed a tall eucalyptus tree right next to the freeway and lowered himself onto the top deck. He looked down into the wreckage and saw a minivan.
1: There was screaming coming from the van. That's why we went straight to the van. And there were two other guys up there. They just came out of nowhere and just started helping me. So we started trying to get the doors open.
2: There were six women in the minivan, Raven and the other men. Some of his neighbors were able to pull a couple of them out to safety.
1: We got those two out and then uh, first responders started to arrive. When we were trying to get the women out, the top deck had dropped down and then there was all kind of pieces of concrete that were dangling. But I wasn't really paying attention to that because the uh, firefighter told us to try and push the minivan up. So I went around to the front and we're all trying to push up so we could get the doors unjammed and get this out. And um, there was an aftershock at that point. And I'm standing there and I look up and I see one of the firefighters who's at the other end and he's going to me like this, waving me towards him. And I'm wondering why, and he points up, right? And I look up and there's this, it had to be like at least 14 feet in diameter, piece of concrete dangling by one support bar. And it was just dangling over my head.
2: Raven and the paramedics laid the women down on stretchers. Raven was tending to one of the women.
1: She wouldn't let me leave. Um, When I got her out and everything, I got her comfortable got the other woman out, and I came over to her. And I had, you know, I'm stroking her forehead, I said, you're gonna be all right, you're gonna be all right, you're gonna be all right. I could tell she was in shock, you know. And um, she reached up and grabbed my shirt. And she said, don't leave me, don't leave me. And I said, I'm not going anywhere, I'll be right here, you know, and I literally had to pry her hand off so I could go do whatever else I could do, you know. And I hear my wife's voice over the din of everything. Raven! Raven! And I locked in on that. And then I heard another male voice yelling at my wife. Like <laughs> so I'm running over to the rail. And he has my wife by the arm and he has all the people lined up against the wall of this building over here. And these are all the people that had come to help now. And he's got all the people lined up, and my wife is refusing to be put against the wall. And she's yelling to me, we're helping people, we're And the cop is just telling her to get against the wall, get against the wall. And I came over there and I yelled, hey, what the fuck are you doing? We need help down here. And he looks up at me, and he runs back to his car.
2: The cop just drove off. Raven and his neighbors rushed back in to help people. There were still drivers trapped. Raven could hear them screaming. He wanted to get to the people trapped inside, but there were only a few points where he could wedge his body between the crumbling layers of concrete.
1: There was a hole in the side, like on the other side where the woman had crawled out. And I tried to get in through there because uh, you could hear the people yelling, horns blowing, and smell of gasoline and all that. And the one thing that I could hear over everyone else, and maybe because he was closer up, was a man yelling, there's fire, my legs are burning, I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning. And um, this is the part that bothers me. is because I don't know if it's what I truly was hearing was real then that man, he knew he was dying, you know? I don't usually talk about this point because it's the, the one point that, um, where I started to go in and couldn't go all the way in. I never tested myself to find out if I could because I know from the spot that I was in, just that the confinement and the smell of the smoke and the gasoline, I'm not going to say it sent me into a panic, but it caused me to scurry out. This has always bothered me personally. And so at that point, you know, I'm looking around and the firefighter, who had talked to me earlier, he's looking at me and he's got this oxygen thing in his hand and he comes over to me and he says, come here, sit down. And when he said that to me, I realized my legs were shaking and he tells me to come over and sit down. And then I realized all the adrenaline was just flushing out of my, out of my body. He gave me oxygen for a while and, uh, after that, I got up and went home.
2: Hey Raven, you'd been, you'd been living by that freeway for years. What changed after, after the earthquake? Imagine,
1: I, I can't describe it. It's constant noise, constant sound. Now I'm trying to think of something to relate to it because that was the noticeable thing after the earthquake was the silence.
0: Thank you, Raven, for sharing your amazing stories with Snap. And we're happy to say, Snappers, that Raven and his wife are still Oakland locals and their house is still standing. Original score for that piece by Davey to the Kims. It was produced by Liam Donahue and Liza Smith. Liam has a podcast about all kinds of crazy Oakland history. It's called East Bay Yesterday. Find out more information on our website, snapjudgment.org. Did you dig it? Well, don't be greedy. Let somebody know. Snap's on Facebook and Twitter and such. But Snap is going on the road. And we can't wait for you to see storytelling magic up close and personal. Nashville. Snap's going to rock. The Ryman Theater, March 16th. Rolling to St. Louis, March 15th. And I'm bringing the funniest woman on the planet with me, Jen Colbert. Last year, Snap Storyteller of the Year, coming to Don Reed. More. So much more, it's all new. April 4th, it's back to the homeland of Kalamazoo, Michigan, and then to Milwaukee. Get tickets while you still can at snapjudgment.org. We can't wait. You may have heard through the grapevine that this is not the news. No way it's this news. In fact, you could go out there in the middle of a busy freeway trying to save people only to realize there is no accident but the one you're causing, and you would still, still not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is WNYC. Support for SAMP Judgment comes from Odoo. What is Odoo? But Odoo is the only software your business will ever need. Featuring a suite of integrated business applications, Odoo connects your business operations together so you can get more done in less time. Odoo has apps for everything. CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, marketing, manufacturing, you name it, Odoo's got it. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash snap. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash snap.
1: From PR.